0: This episode of the Sports Memory podcast is brought to you by, why not fucking you? That's right. For the next two months, the Sports Memory is officially selling out. Over the last couple of years, we've been approached by a couple of different random businesses and just random people that have attempted to put ads through us, and we've said no to every single one of them. Well, for a limited time for the next two months, you can run a sponsorship through the Sports Memory. I don't care if you're a company or if you're just a guy. Why isn't the week six podcast of the Sports Memory sponsored by Gary? Yes. DM us if you're interested. The Sports Memory podcast can officially be bought out. And we will start off every podcast mentioning your name, your business, what have you. We do this mostly for fun. We do it for you, our followers, but... We do have some bills to pay coming up, and we'd rather not pay those out of our pocket. So, if you'd like to sponsor our, our podcast for a limited time, you'll be amazed how cheap it is to get that done. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about week five of the NFL season. Uh, this podcast, as if you've been listening to us, is generally just a preview. We look ahead to week five. Uh, we look at the lines of the week. Uh, we are all degenerate gamblers. We look at what bets uh, we we love this week. Uh, Marcus, we're going to talk about a little bit. Marcus won a, a big chunk of change last week, so he's riding high. I know he's excited about this week in terms of a Vegas perspective, but uh, yes. So week five of the NFL season, let's get this thing started. It's the NFL
1: Games of the Week.
0: Games of the Week. This is a... It's, it's a bit of a strange week in terms of lines. Um, some of us are, are kind of torn about whether or not we actually like this week.
2: Uh, Marcus and I really like it. I, I think that's it's a, either a gift or a curse, right? Um, for the most part, the first month of the season, you're kind of figuring teams out. Yeah. And, you know, truth be told, I, I could be swayed on a lot of those games, like... You think they're all going to win? Whatever, I'm really confident. I'm getting text. Uh, I've been getting text earlier from a couple of the uh, other guys and uh, a few people. Were like, I don't know what to do. I'm really confused. It's tough. Yeah, sometimes you just see the light, and uh, it's going to go one of two ways. <laughs> you see the light.
0: Love it. Love it. Uh, Derek, what do you think about this week? You looked over the wines. What, what? What? What are your first thoughts?
1: There, there's a few that I, I like, and there's a few that feel. Trappy. Like I, yeah, traffic to the degree. It's like what am what is Vegas seeing that I'm not seeing? The one that jumps out to me is is the Bills are getting points in Kansas City. Yeah, like the Bills have just been beating the fuck out of everybody, and the Chiefs look completely out of sorts. I don't, I don't. That one's weird to me. Yeah, but um, yeah, has me has me a little nervous.
0: That is an, that is a really interesting game, and I honestly, I, I think it's I think it's a good game to start out on. Quite frankly, um, you're right. The Buffalo Bills, who Colin Cowherd, who I've never loved to hate a guy more than Colin Coward. Colin Cowherd has the Bills as his favorite team in the NFL. And you can't really hate it because the Bills schedule, if you actually look at it, it's been pretty soft. But they're not just beating their opponents. They are salting the earth, burning down their opponents, and pissing on the ashes. Like, if, if you are going to have a soft schedule... Uh, you have to win them in the way that the Bills are winning, and you got to admit they're fucking crushing their opponents, absolutely destroying them.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I like to see. I know we talk a lot about you know teams that play down to their competition. The Browns played to the level of their competition. Steelers historically have played to the level of their competition. The Bills are just beating the shit out of people, and and Josh Allen's up thirty five and looks pissed off still. Like I, I really like that. I like him a lot. Um, I don't see what the Chiefs have done to. Be favorites against almost anybody, especially the Bills. Yes, I've got a, a
2: bit of both sides of the spectrum here for you. Um, as far as the Bills go, I've I've been kind of off on them, a little bit wrong on covering spreads. Uh, what you have, you obviously link it back to uh, them knocking two out and uh, Miami getting fucking shit stomped. But you know who I'm really fucking right on? The Chiefs. Um, so we got four games, and if you're looking at the spreads and over unders, I'm seven and one with them. Um, and we're going to continue that streak. I don't know if you guys are ready for that pick, but this, this game is actually going to fall in pretty much every single one of my categories or anything that we're talking about today. Picks. I love dogs. I love games. I love, um, quarterbacks, brothers who I don't love. It's it's, th- this is going to be a fun one, but, uh, Derek, I'm right with you. I'm, I'm mind blown that they're, uh, that they're an underdog, uh, at this point. So you guys, I, mean, are- I
1: like, I like the bills of the points and
2: the over, right? It has to be, um, and yeah. I, I know we were kind of talking about man, it's a lot of points. What's the deal? And um, you know, I think it kind of really goes back to uh, kind of our discussion with Philly last week. Someone's gonna fucking score forty points, so the the over shouldn't be a problem. But yeah, I'm I'm riding the Bills here,
1: and I, and I like the matchups too. I mean, you, even if you look at what the Bills have been doing, Dalton Knox has been or Dawson Knox is Dalton whatever. Dawson Knox, Knox yeah, Dawson Daw- Knox, DK, he's, D-K. he's been. He, He's been kind of a bright spot for him, and the Chiefs don't cover the tight end well. There's a lot of things that the Bills do that match up really really nicely. Um, the Chiefs are still going to score their points, but they're going to give up a bunch here too. I, I don't see how both teams don't get to 30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, one of our,
2: uh, our buddies, Pluscat, there was texting me this morning, and he was asking about three different players who he should start. Uh, Cole Beasley, A.J. Green, and um, someone else. Oh, Zach Moss. And uh like, dude, Beasley's playing the Chiefs. I don't care who, who, who it is. Someone, if, if they're on your roster, drafted relatively, you know, high-ish, um, you're, that's a must-start. It has to be. Uh, yeah. Kansas City can't fucking stop a nosebleed. So,
0: 56 and a half points. It is the largest over-under of the week, uh, predictably. I mean, these are two high-powered offenses, but I think the difference in this game is really that the Buffalo defense is fucking good. Man, it's good. I mean, it, it truly hasn't played great opponents Um, but I mean, you, you can't really fault them and, and they're, they've had two shutouts already this year. Shutouts in the NFL, the way that the rules are arranged nowadays, the way that fucking refs throw way too many flags, it's almost unheard of nowadays. The fact that they already have two through four weeks is insanity.
2: Well, you know, it's kind of like, um, so like right now when people are talking about Denver, uh, you know, it's like, Oh, who have they played? Uh, they haven't played anybody, you know, they've won, they've, you know, played fair, but okay who who is the bills who are the bills played they're fucking blowing them out they're handling business everywhere, so i yeah, guess what you can only play who who who's put in front of you right and how do, how do you argue with those numbers and truthfully i I didn't actually realize how fucking good it was
0: so are you guys both hammering so so you you both love the under- or the over clearly uh do you also like the line um and <laughs> And, and do you like the spread at, at two and a half points or, or whatever it might be? Yeah, it's officially at two and a half points, according to DraftKings, and that'll be the benchmark we use. There are some other websites, FanDuel and MGM, that actually have it at three, which, holy shit, I mean, that's I mean- that's too many points. <laughs>
1: I, uh, I never think that, I, you know, I just inherently know better than Vegas because that's a fucking fool's idea. Vegas knows what they're doing. But at the same time, I mean, I like the Bills to win this one. So if, if, if you're going to give me extra points, I'll take the money line and the over and, and just call it a day.
0: Yeah, so the, funny enough, if, you, if we want to talk about what Vegas thinks, Vegas actually had this line starting higher than what it is. So the money is all flooding towards Buffalo. Um, if you're going to get your money or if you're going to get your bet in on this game, get it in now. Buffalo is a hot topic. A lot of people are talking about them. Uh, I probably this line might drift actually to two by the time Sunday hits. So if, if you're going to bet on this game, I, I say bet it early um, because it did start at three and a half points for the Chiefs. Uh, the way that Vegas they you know they have their crazy algorithms and these people are insanely intelligent. Um, they always bet on the quarterback. And this is an insane game. Like, we have the two top four MVP candidates from last year uh, facing off. And I think that in in this case, they're just taking the Chiefs because, first of all, Arrowhead. It is really fucking hard to beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. But, man, they've been fallible as shit in Arrowhead this season and for the past couple of years. I mean, you look at, like, the Raiders uh, ripping them last, last year. Um they, have they been lost a the playoff
1: game in Arrowhead.
0: Exactly. They've been more fallible in Arrowhead re- recently. And I think, you know, we talked about it last week, but this team really is eroding around Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is as good as ever. I think, I think he's even better than he's ever been. But this team is just not good anymore. It's not good anymore. Yeah, as, this,
1: as soon as he signed that big deal, I think it was a question of, how how much can he carry how much of a, of a of you know an Aaron Rodgers impression how much can the team erode around him and he still drag that team to the playoffs and i think we might be finding the, where the line is because that t- that roster is really bad and and they're starting to show a lot of flaws
2: yeah and yeah we've talked about that so many times but uh when when it comes down to it this game yeah buffalo's defense is surprisingly good uh, last year, I think in the regular season, there was like 40 total points, obviously a shootout in the playoffs. Um, I'm actually really split on this over-under. I, I can easily see it going either way. Uh, for me, because uh, uh, one of the sites I allegedly use, um, they're at plus three. Uh, safe play is by the juice. Um, puts you up, I think, right around one, minus one 140 to plus three and a half, but Man, Buffalo's got something to prove, and if you're, if you're getting them at um, right around one, plus one thirty to go in and stomp the Chiefs and really make a statement to the NFL, uh, revenge game, however you want to say it, MVP, this is this is the one. So I'm I'm going to ride the Bills hard hard Derek, this week,
0: Derek. I know you can agree with me. There's a, there's a couple of inflections that Marcus uses that I absolutely love. Uh, one is when he's he's about to talk about things that he's been right about, and the other one is when he talks about juice. Buy the juice. Buy the juice, baby <laughs> yeah. hook. Buy yeah. the juice. So honestly, explain for us, for for our listeners, what,
2: what do you mean when you say the juice? Because right, so,
0: I, I understand what you, what you mean now, but for a while I did had no idea what the fuck you were talking about.
2: Gotcha. So when you buy the hook, so let's just say you're even money, right, to right. have a team um, even up. It's just a pick em, even money. So you can buy points, so that line is now a one-point underdog, but instead of even money— now it's going to cost you one hundred and ten dollars to win a hundred, so you're paying you're paying to add points to your side, so that way you get a little more breathing room. Uh, but for me, it, it's always at that three, seven, and ten. I like swinging it either way. Um, just cause I fucking hate ties. It kind of ruins the concept of that parlay um, or any bet really. I don't want to tie. I don't want to fucking tie. So I'll, I'll pay a little more to get a W, and then you end up losing either way. But uh, it's all about the thrill.
0: Yeah. What's the over/under on uh, um, Jackson Mahomes TikToks going to this game? It's it's a home game. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but when it's a home game, Jackson Mahomes gets like his little roped off, like velvet rope, like section in the in the uh, fucking sidelines, which annoys me on a bunch of different levels because that means that I know that Patrick Mahomes he has to do something where he has to like communicate. To the Chiefs organization, like, hey, Jackson's going to be on the sidelines, or when when he, when he goes on the road to Baltimore and they lose to Baltimore, he had to communicate to Baltimore, hey, I want sideline passes for my for my brother and my awful family. <laughs> um, and to me, that's just something like, why does this guy even have to think about this? Maybe his agent is taking care of the, all this, but like, it's so the whole Jackson Mahomes thing, like. It seems like the better Mahomes gets, the more annoying Jackson Mahomes gets, and I was annoying as fuck when I was 21, but I wasn't that annoying.
2: So, I like
1: that. It's it's like Juju but no on-field production at all.
2: Exactly. No talent. <laughs> so no talent to speak of. So so betters are always looking for an edge. We we know that. Basically anything you're doing and trying to succeed at, you want to get the edge. Do I I'm, I'm assuming there has to be some sort of a correlation between how Patrick Mahomes thinks his team will perform and the Jackson Mahomes TikToks showing tonight, there has to be some sort of correlation, right? So maybe we, maybe we might have to give him a a Twitter or whatever follow and uh, just to see what he's producing pregame. And then we can either fire some bets uh, right at kickoff or we can figure out what, how this game's going to go just based on what he's uh, TikToking.
0: Yeah. So Jackson Mahomes, he he's, he's quintessential Gen Z, um, uh, Mahomes, uh, Patrick Mahomes is actually a millennial. He's a, he's a, he's at the very tail end cutoff for a millennial. I think we're going to see him this more and more. Is is there a Jackson Allen? <laughs> Does Josh Allen have like an annoying fucking brother that we don't know about that's producing like TikToks? That, that so the funny thing about Jackson Mahomes is is he's like taller than Patrick Mahomes. He 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 actually like dwarfs. Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if you've seen him. Like, like Patrick Mahomes, I think, is like 6'5 or something like that. That means Jackson Mahomes must be like 6'7 because he dwarfs him. Mm -hmm. Like, I I like to think that there is a Jackson Allen out there who's like this big gangly version of Josh Allen who does like – tiktoks that nobody actually watches and actually isn't getting any press but
2: i th- i think the only person that comes close to that um uh, i believe it's uh josh allen's grandmother has a cooking show that we could probably follow on tiktok oh that's it, probably
0: sick yeah yeah she's no. probably a
2: beast yeah and i know that uh there's some, some there was some story about him and her what like getting drafted and contracts and all that i bet you she's a monster follow
0: it's it's weird because i know i think we all kind of rooted for patrick mahomes how could he not he's so he's so interesting it's just such an interesting person, and just so so likable, and how unlikable his brother is. But uh, he seems to get more and more unlikable the more Jackson Jackson Mahomes takes over. But Josh Allen, how can you not like that guy? He's so fucking likable.
2: Yeah, at every single thing, man. He's just uh, all the criticism he took uh, coming up from Wyoming, high draft. Everyone fucking hated him, and he's just just took everything in stride and just been absolutely just lights out. Yep. Yep. So
0: you guys are, are taking both of them on the spread, uh, two and a half points, and you're also taking the over. I like it. I, I don't love it, though. It's it's not it's not a bet I fucking love this week, which we will talk about later, but uh, I, I, I do like it. I, I, th- I think it's going to be a really interesting game. It's, it's going to be a really telling game for the Chiefs because this is arguably the number one and number two best team in the AFC. Obviously got to throw the Chargers in there, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, But let's talk about some of these other games. There's some great games, and we talked about this a lot right before the podcast. The Broncos-Steelers game is is a very interesting one. You can't get any worse than the Steelers right now. I mean, I I know you. You're you're a fatalist when it comes to your own team. Um, And, uh, yeah, so Marcus is a Steelers fan, but I feel like Steelers favored at one point. I really like the Steelers
2: this week and I'd be lying if it didn't have a lot to do with Drew Locke. <laughs> um yeah, him him coming in kind of adds to it. Uh for me, it's your backs are really up against the wall. This is kind of when uh Tomlin steps in and the, the guys perform um, you know, outmatched it doesn't really matter. Uh, like I said, we you know we talked about touched on it before 2 years ago. You know, he got them ready. It's it's time. It's kind of make or break. Um plus there's gonna be so many talking points about him getting the team out of the out, out of the cellar all that good stuff but uh it's it's not gonna be a pretty game um uh, no, i think it's i, I think be horrendous I think this is just kind of one of those um just matchups uh you know it really could go either way but yeah I'm with you lock makes all the difference but this could be uh one of those uh 6 games something something just disgusting to watch
1: um Big turnovers somewhere, nothing pretty. I mean, Ben is terrible. I don't think he's an NFL starting quarterback anymore. Uh, but Drew Lock's worse. Yeah. So I, this is if something happens and is is Teddy one hundred percent out? I know he has a concussion. He was in protocol. Is there any chance he plays? I
0: I believe it's pretty certain that Drew Lock is going to play at this point.
1: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if it's if it's Lock, Steelers all the way. If something happens and, and Bridgewater plays though, I think. I would go the other direction. Um, I, I really like Teddy at the helm of that offense.
0: I agree with you there. Uh, it, so I do want to throw out that uh, that's a great point, Derek. If somehow Teddy plays, it's my understanding at this point that he's not going to. But if somehow Teddy does play, I'm 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 rolling with the Broncos. It's going to be an ugly game either way. These are very actually similar teams, uh, kind of underperforming offenses. Uh, really, really good front sevens. Um, but thirty nine and a half points on the over under. Wow! And somehow I'm like really confident with the under on yeah, it. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm I'm right with you. But uh, there's also some other big. Obviously, Jerry Judy, another big injury. That's a that's a huge point swayer for me. Right, uh, Melvin Gordon's back to questionable. Uh, what, how he, how much he plays? Uh, because he obviously he's been effective. That's huge. But yeah, just having those pieces. um uh, there's a lot stacking up. So truthfully, this really should be a field goal line three and a half, just based on, uh, on that. So yeah, we're gonna ride the defense. Uh, maybe TJ Watt can stick his foot out and get another two, three sacks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely think like seventeen twenty, and you know, with the under. The only thing that worries about me with the under though is I could see some defensive touchdowns. I could see Drew Lock, you know, throwing a pick six. I could see a fumble, and, you know, the, the shadow of your own end zone. Um, that kind of teases that number up. I'm staying away from the over under personally, but if you really want to put a parlay down, I think the under is definitely the side that I lean towards.
2: And yes. I'm, I'm actually really glad you brought that up. Generally, every single game, your prop for defensive touchdown will be uh, two to one, two and a half to one, give or take somewhere in there. And um, I'm not positive, but I do recall um, in previous seasons, uh, first touchdown prop, which I do love, uh, other was always an option, um, which was right in that seven to ten to one range. So defensive touchdowns would prop it in, but now they took away the other, and it will a defensive touchdown be the first score, and that pays up in the twenty to thirty one. So that could be a fun little. Uh, I don't. I don't hate that
1: honestly. Like a strip no. sack on on Roethlisberger, or like a pick six Again, you know, Drew Lock. I, I mean.
2: Yeah, me, uh, It was the Browns game, I think week two, uh, last season. Uh, Minka pick six started the game, which I took other as, as one of those. Just had one of those bad awesome. feelings. Fired fuck up. Well, this is going to be
0: one of those games that the first touchdown could be scored in the third quarter, and it could be a defensive <laughs> touchdown. Like it's it's going to be a bad game. Um, yeah, I, for, for sure. Ugh. Yeah, I don't I don't know about this game. I, I I'm going Steelers hard um, to to cover if. Drew Locke is the starting quarterback. So I think I'm going to hold off my bet on this game uh, until I until I know exactly what's going on with that quarterback situation.
1: So sure. I got a game that I want to interject with. Uh, yeah. the, by the time you hear this, it'll probably be day of, maybe um, day after, but we're actually getting a good Thursday night football game this week. Uh, Rams yeah. at the Seahawks. Rams are two and a half point favorites. This is another one where I just, I mean, I know the Seahawks looked really good last week. The Rams are coming off a loss. It's in Seattle. I just I just think the Rams are a way better team.
0: Yeah, so I'm glad you I'm glad you said that. Me and Marcus both mutually agreed that we were going to talk about the Thursday night game this week. Um and so that just shows the synergy of the Sports Memory podcast. Uh yes you can't
1: you can't can't pass up that game you
0: can't pass it up and also we're gonna get this up tonight so hopefully it'll be up by Wednesday night hopefully you're listening to us our
2: faithful listeners on Thursday morning (laughs) so so Derek uh uh, when I was putting our lines together for our um, beers and uh, betting and beers show Sunday morning. Something, I'm like, I got our big five games that we always bet on, and then we have other games. I'm like, what the fuck? Something, something is just off. Something's awkward. I don't know what it is. Something didn't yep. feel right. The it's best the, game of the week on Thursday. It, well, it's because <laughs> the, it, the Rams weren't on the sheet. They've been on the sheet every single week. Yep.
0: it's a must watch game. Yeah, this, it, this is the best Thursday night game of the of the year arguably outside of the Bucks Cowboys game.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm I'm it has to be like that that's the best way to do it. The, the NFC West is just so stacked. Um obviously they're going to be one of our other five games to watch cuz uh you know, Niners Cardinals, but uh oh, man, what a great division. You can't you can't talk enough about it.
0: Where are you guys going on this game though? It's so interesting. Uh the Seahawks they come up with a big win against 49ers, but there's still the same Seahawks team, man. Uh, if if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't get hurt in this game against the 49ers, uh, I don't think the Seahawks win. The Seahawks are a bad overall roster. Uh, it's a really
1: bad matchup, I think, if yes. you're the Seahawks because the, the weakness of that team is the offensive line. And you know we talk about this every single time we talk about the Rams, but you have to talk about Aaron Donald when you talk about the Rams, and, mm-hmm. and he's going to be a fucking force in this game.
2: What, what, when is he not a fucking force?
1: Uh, he's, he's 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 the rare guy on the defensive front that that no matter what shows up
2: yeah so uh, I've done fairly well with the Rams um obviously a little bit of questionable over unders with them I've uh, gotten you know one and one in the last two weeks as far as over unders are concerned um spread wise let me just pull up, pull this up here so I'll entertain you with uh a, a little song um so so as far as spreads go um Yeah, the Colts are the only one that they didn't cover on that. So I'm what's up Uh, three and one as far as spreads one, two. All right. So we're six and two there. Uh, But you you have to hammer it. I'm really torn on the over under here just because I know last two weeks, two consecutive weeks. uh, And I was, Drew, I was with you here as that game uh, happened. What's what's, come about in both of these games, yeah. backdoor covers, junk junk time backdoor covers in the last minute. Can it happen three times in a row? Because I think this could be a very, very similar ballpark kind of game as Tampa and Arizona. Right. And back on the Tampa side, like, it could be, you know, 31-20 at the end, like, with no time left. And what happens with a game-ending touchdown with doesn't mean shit. Um, but, yeah, give me the Rams. I'm likely going to end up taking the uh, the over here. Um, but I'm just going to hammer the Rams and call it a day. I, This is a fun, just don't put this in a parlay. Just
0: throw down 20 bucks on on the over and just hope for a, a really fun game because if it is the over, it's going to be a blast. This game, this game could be just a, an a, absolute fun fucking game. I think if it's the under, it's going to be the Rams kicking the Seahawks' ass. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's two scenarios that play themselves out I think either the Seahawks keep it close and and they just blow out the over under, or uh, the Rams. You know, it's so I I don't know. This is one of these fun like Thursday night. What do you got to lose? Um, if you're like me and you you kind of uh, budget your 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 monthly uh, or your weekly bets, maybe you put down your your budget for the week on this game, and if you lose, you don't put down your parlay for Sunday.
2: Yeah, the the Rams, I'm going to be hammering them uh, early and often. Uh, Fun little nugget. Um, Could there possibly, obviously we talked about the Cardinals maybe doing some college-esque shit looking forward um, over the Jaguars into that Rams game last week. Could it be kind of the opposite here for, uh, for the Rams? So they got the Seattle tomorrow night, Thursday. Following three games. Giants, Detroit, Houston, and I guess you can even add Tennessee into there as a fourth. Do you think Sean McVay's like, hey, fucking prime time, show up, go what best, we'll give you an extra day off next week. You know, you got time. You know, you're you're in you a couple extra days. Let's, let's just let's just go put ourselves back. Let's bounce back, and then we can coast for a while. Because honestly, they should be. Uh, what going into week week ten? They should be eight and one or nine and one. Yeah, yeah and you're one. talking about
1: like, you're talking about juice and points and stuff. I'm like, I'm, I'm willing. I like, I, I want to sell three points. I'll take five and a half, I'll take minus five and a half.
2: So, so there, <laughs> you, you actually can do that. Um, but it, so the odds work in your favor at that case. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you, you can get up up to like five and a half, six, seven and a half, nine and a half, eleven. Um, in that plus three three hundred range. Which, which could make it fun, man. So I, I could see like a
1: 33-17 just yeah.
2: ass-kicking. Yes, yeah, so, something, something fun for a Thursday night.
0: Yeah, so uh, if, if you're looking at it in terms of, of Sean McVay, Sean McVay, he's actually kind of 50-50. He, he's winning the, the, uh, the uh, rivalry against the Seahawks thus far in his career, but it's not by much. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like – we, I was so confident about the Rams going to the Cardinals just because he's dominated um uh, Kingsbury in his career not so much with the Seahawks it is very split uh with the Seahawks at home hate to say it fellas I, I think'm I think I'm just playing contrarian here but I, i'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with the Seahawks in this game i I, I, th- I think the Seahawks cover uh I, I, I like both the Seahawks to cover and I like the over in this game
2: yeah I mean it, it, and anytime you're talking about this division you know, and uh, Derek, you talked about it uh, last week with the the Niners and Seahawks. These these games get fucking weird. And Drew, we we talked about it. These this, these division games, they keep splitting. Like it, it's wild. It's wild over. It's a wild, wild west.
0: The, Russell Wilson is a god. As as bad as the Seahawks are, Russell Wilson is better than ever. Like I, just watching him in the Vikings game, it was just so weird watching how good uh, Russell Wilson is. It's it's pretty much like watching Patrick Mahomes this year. Except for I don't think Russell Wilson's contract has as much to do with it. I think the Seahawks are just really bad at managing their roster. <laughs> um, but the, the Seahawks roster is so fucking poor. But I, I, I do believe in his ability. And you know what we saw last week out of the Rams? Which is, I've been waiting to see this. And I know you've been really bullish on Stafford. We saw a very sh- shaky Matthew Stafford last week. And I do think he gets together, gets it together. And I think he's he's much better than he was last week. But just the mistakes he made. For instance, he targeted Cooper Cup 13 times. He missed him on some horrendous throws. I mean, he was – this is – they call it the breakfast club between Cooper Cup and Stafford because they eat breakfast every morning together. Um, This is – he was forcing the ball to Cooper Cup, and it was hurting the Rams, and he was throwing bad passes after bad passes. And this is the Stafford that I have seen pop up every once in a while. You can see the brilliance of Stafford. I've, saw, I've seen it with the Lions so many times. Every once in a while, this bad Stafford pops up. It's what we saw last week. Uh, in Seattle, this, this crowd's going to be fucking electric. I don't know. I, 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 I have a little bit of a chub for Seattle, and uh, I think they might thrive off of this 49ers win from last, year, from last week.
2: Do you think there's any chance that he was kind of having flashbacks to Detroit, kind of forcing the ball later? Like, shit, we're down two scores. Time yep. t- to carry this team. Forcing it to Megatron? Yeah. It felt like it.
1: Yeah, um, I get the confusion. Those guys look very similar.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: That,
1: I, I labeled,
0: Megatron and Cooper Cup are practically the same guy. <laughs> yeah, I labeled him as a uh,
2: shorter, whiter, slower, less athletic version who you can count on in the red zone.
0: Where, so where, where are you guys officially going on this? You, you guys both taking the Rams to cover? I'm hammering the Rams for to sure. To cover? Rams. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so right. I, I know yeah. I, I, I actually like the Rams money line, but for some reason I feel like the I, I I'm taking the Seahawks to cover, and uh, I
2: think they're gonna win too. And uh, speaking of Russell Wilson being a superhero, he's got a very manageable contract with a restructure to uh, be in Pittsburgh next year. So uh, fingers crossed, boys. No, we I've been saying it for years. Russell Wilson's the end of his career.
0: I think I just said it a couple of weeks ago. The end of Russell Wilson's career. It's already been <laughs> prophesized. Any team that dominates the Vikings ends up on the Vikings. Russell Wilson retires. We're, we're going to get the beat up, uh, just washed up 38-year-old but still can throw a good deep pass. I'm telling you, Russell Wilson's going to end his career with the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, I have and, a
2: weird feeling and, about and, it. And that's perfectly fine. We'll get two of his final prime years in his mid-30s, a Super Bowl maybe two, send him off to Minnesota.
0: Yes, that uh, and I. I just hope that the Bucks aren't turning into the new retirement home for quarterbacks because the Vikings have always been the retirement home. Think about it. How many guys have 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 wasted away their career with the Vikings or, or ended their career with the Vikings? You got Brett Favre, Sam Bradford, uh, Randall Cunningham, uh, even guys like um, uh, Warren Moon. So many guys have just wasted away I, Christian I, Ponder I, I could see I could see us just seeing a guy like Russell Wilson and just being disappointed with them. Yes. Christian Ponder.
2: How's <laughs> how's is, how is that not a sales pitch though if you're Tampa like, oh. "Hey, by the way, there's no uh, income tax here if you come for that $30 million a year." No, if, if
0: if if I'm the Vikings and I'm trying to sell against Tampa, I say, "Hey, Tom Brady is Tom Brady and the Bucs have never done this with any other player. <laughs> Vikings have been doing this for decades." But yeah. So, Thursday night game, probably the yeah. best Thursday night game of the year, obviously. The opening game is always really good, but that's that's phenomenal, man. I mean, all year we've been getting, like, Jets fucking, you know, Tampa Bay Vipers.
2: And this this, this week we're getting Ram Seahawks. You better lock in and watch the shit out of that game. Tomorrow. Yeah, it, it'll be refreshing. Truthfully, some of these primetime games, I like when they suck because, you know. I don't don't uh, wake up past this, stay up past my bedtime. Get back to work early next, uh, just on time the following day for sure. What are the games you guys like this week? The list goes on. Uh, can we just fucking talk about Green Bay and Cincinnati?
0: Yes, um, we it, can.
2: Is this a Vegas trap now, Derek? Uh, and Drew, obviously, we we had our trap week last week where we were like, why, why is, are these lines like that? And um, uh, just kind of like Buffalo, Green Bay minus three at Cincinnati. Like, what has Cincinnati really shown you to? think that they can kind of keep up i don't it, it baffles me i feel like this should be a five and a half point game uh maybe six that's, and a half. that's a weird one for sure Um uh, but yeah I, I love green bay um rogers had his slow start but he's he's been on the uh fuck you green bay train ever since yeah.
1: so uh i also like our, our first of four uh slates on sunday over in, in London, the Jets plus three. I like that a lot. I think that Jameson Crowder came back. The offense showed a little bit of life. The Falcons are fucking terrible. Um, I I really like them plus three.
0: Well, so I I, I do want to talk about this Packers game real quick because yeah. Uh, so the the Packers game, I, I expected this game the the points to move a lot more. It opened at three and a half. It's still at three. You would think this is a game that would go hard against the Packers. That means that there's a lot of believers for Cincinnati and don't believe in Cincinnati. They're not a good team. They barely beat the Jaguars last week, folks. They barely beat the. Ja- Urban Meyer is grinding on chicks at Hooters and fucking the Jaguars almost won that game. Like, come on. Uh, I agree with you. Hammer the Packers this week. Yeah, yeah. Hammer
2: I mean, them. Yeah, I, I get it. They have uh, Cincinnati's got the extra couple of days of rest. But they're not. They're not as talented as the Packers. Um, yeah. It's top two game for me, maybe the best game of the week.
0: Yep, I love the Packers cover, but yes, we got to talk about. It. So I showed you guys a meme this week, and it was uh, uh, Donald Trump photoshopped on uh, the uh, Queen of the Queen of England's face, and it was uh, they're, they're not they're not sending their best. You, it, it is so it is it is such a spot on meme. I don't I don't know what page made it. It's hilarious. Uh the games that we are exporting to England <laughs> this year are horrendous. <laughs> and this, this is the start of the slate. Jets at Falcons. Oh my God. But in a weird way, this could be an entertaining game because you should be
1: close. Yeah. You're,
0: you're starting to see these offenses come alive. Um, is this gonna be one of these nine a.m. games? Are we gonna have like yeah, the nine thirty? Yeah, nine nine thirty. I would have never watched the Jets Falcons game unless they were on Thursday night or they're on at nine 30. I'm probably going to wake up and watch this game. Why in the fuck?
1: Yeah. Eat breakfast. Watch it. It's probably oh, yeah. gonna be a shootout. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be on when we're
2: live Sunday morning. Oh shit. A pick six. <laughs> uh, do you think when they were scheduling, uh, scheduling this game, they're like, all right, who's going to have a really big insurmountable lead and fucking blow it back to back weeks. The Falcons, uh, blew it in fantastic fashion against the uh, Washington football team last week, and obviously you've got the Jets with their comeback. I think th- this game's like a little more exciting just as far as the previous week. Um, no, but all jokes aside, give me
0: your take on this game because I have I, I, I want to save mine for last, but I want to hear you okay. guys' takes on this game because I have a. I have a weird take on this game, and you're not going to like it.
2: So I'm, I'm really not – I have to figure out if uh, how often Zach Wilson's been out of the country. Um, it's, it's, it's a huge Never. step. Yeah, yeah. That he just like. saw his first black person at the yeah. NFL draft. Um. <laughs> uh, well, Cordarrelle Patterson is now a must start for me in both leagues. Yeah. So he'll probably have a dud. I really like the over. Um, I have to like the over here, um, and I like the Falcons, man. I, I I don't know if the Jets can keep it up. I, I'm kind of looking at, at a um, like a probably a third 28 27 game missed field goal missed extra point actually I would like a missed extra point at the end of the game uh, so I' let, let me get the Falcons just money line as the favorites um, but I think I'm, I'm feeling feeling over here I got I, I to see how teams score but I remember a lot of high scoring games over uh, over there just they it sling it and put on a show so I think just for the theatrics give me the give me the over there
0: okay I
1: like the over too. Uh, I think both both offenses are finding their their stride both defenses are not very good um but I, I for some reason i just don't trust the falcons i don't trust the falcons to keep a lead uh and the jets coming off a win that i didn't think they're going to have last week um maybe they ride that and and kind of keep that momentum going but i think i take the jets
2: Derek. i know why you don't believe in the falcons because they're fucking targeting kyle pitts five times a game when you draft them in five overall four
1: overall Targeted. Oh, it's not fourth overall. Fourth round. The, no, fourth round. No, I'm, talk,
2: I'm talking about the Falcons drafting him fourth. Oh, yeah. fourth overall. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Ima- imagine picking a, a a guy at a non-premium position in the top five, and then targeting Cordell Patterson. Yeah, they're giving, they're giving all Cal <laughs> Pitts targets
0: to Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I've joked a lot about Zach Wilson. Um, I think he's hilarious. He's a classic like B-U, B-U, BYU guy. The photos of him at the draft standing next to Jamar Chase, it straight up looked like the weird dude from the Midwest that made his first trip to Atlanta. Like, he looks so out of sorts and so weird. Dude, last week, Zach Wilson popped off. He was throwing the deep ball beautifully. And I don't believe in Zach Wilson. I still don't. I There's just something about the guy I can't believe in and a lot of things about the guy I don't believe in but I will tell you this just in the Jets are decent at football they just beat the Titans it's not this not a terrible team I, I think the Titans are flawed but here's what I like about the Jets their defense is way better than people thought it was it's way better than people thought it was actually um I could see the Jets holding the Falcons down I mean if they can hold the Titans down they can certainly hold the Falcons right of course. Yes, they can. Um, I love the Jets. the fact that they're 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 uh, three point dogs. they're my dog of the week. I love the Jets in this game. I, I, I think they're I think they're a fun like fuck it wake up at 930 drink a beer, bet a money line like 20 bucks. Um, I love I love the bet this week. I, I, I'm gonna bet on this stupid Jets team and I hate Zach Wilson, but I, that that ball that he threw to Corey Davis last week. Holy shit, that was beautiful!
2: Yeah, and actually, he he worked really well and under pressure, like high pressure, like yes. bad snaps, just you know, in, improvising.
0: He is a good downfield thrower. It, I, I listen. I, I I fucking I have hated on Zach Wilson as much as as anybody else. That deep ball is beautiful, and if, if he can figure out the other things, he's got to he's got to be better in the pocket. He can't get these happy feet that he gets where he tries to escape. He's got to stop this. Yeah. And a lot of that comes down to the Jets need to build a better offensive line around him. Yeah, it, come, it comes in time, experience. I'm just going to tell you, I don't believe in Zach Wilson, but I'm intrigued by Zach Wilson. He's officially elevated to me to, I'm interested. And I'm interested in him. I didn't believe in Daniel Jones when they drafted Daniel Jones. And then he played the Bucks his first, game, his first start ever. And I was like, holy fuck. I didn't realize he was this athletic. Yeah, I was at that game. Yeah, dude, I... It's the same way. I'm, I'm the same way, and I, and I overbelieved in Daniel Jones for too many weeks. Uh, I'm officially intrigued by uh, Zach Wilson, and I think the Jets are going to win this game straight up.
2: If, if we're following patterns, the the Falcons are due for an offensive dud. Um, and act, actually, when you when you talk about the Jets defense, um, some pieces come back. Uh, CJ Mosley being one of them. Um, eight, eight eight interceptions from Zach Wilson so far. Uh, and you know it's a lot of turnovers, and you're still giving up low 20, 20 points per game.
1: <laughs> defense, hey, is but only good. only one last
2: week. <laughs> <laughs> only one
0: yeah. defense is good as fuck. Yeah, dude, he's he's been progressively going down. He had four interceptions, and then he had two, and then he had one. So you know by by. I I you know I am no math major major, but uh
2: according to my math he's going to have 0. 0.5 interceptions this week.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know maybe maybe I'm going to run a um, uh, a fun parlay here with def- another defensive touchdown first in this game cuz they can both throw fucking throw interceptions. So maybe I'll compound that one um, over in the Steelers Buffalo game. Dude, that,
0: this Jets defense is, it September. is, it's talented. Um, and I, I think, I think they're building something there. And, and listen, w- w- let's not pretend like this isn't a defense that has been coached by Salah, who has coached this dominant fucking 49ers defense for years. I mean, he was expected to be a head coach last year. I love the hire by the Jets. Listen, they had an embarrassing couple weeks. I think they're starting to round into form, and I'm starting to believe in the Jets in a weird way. And I'm I'm not believing them like they're going to do anything this year, but
2: they can beat the Falcons, right? Come on. They can beat the Falcons. I I think on any given Sunday, anybody can beat the Falcons. Yes, sir. All right, games of the week. Uh,
0: I'm going to throw one out there. I think it's a really intriguing game, mostly just because I I have so many narratives I want to throw at you guys, and I think think you're going to follow a lot of my narratives. Uh, Saints at... Washington football team, uh, Washington football team at home, two point dogs after that ugly loss by the Saints last week. What do you guys think about this game?
1: Uh, I think it, it, this is like, to me, the average of what Saints team could show up because there's one Saints team that loses to Washington by 10, and there's another one that beats him by 20. Right. So I think this is like the happy medium in between those two teams because I don't know who the fuck they are. We've Nobody seen, does. we've seen, Two different teams on the last four weeks. Uh, they've, they've had two really good weeks. They've had two weeks where they look like they're vulnerable and could be beaten by anybody. Uh, Washington rallies late. Defense isn't as good as we thought it was. Offense is better than we thought it was going to be. Uh, Heineke looks good. Uh, I just I don't know if Saints team shows up. This 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 is one that like scares the shit out of me and I want to stay away from. If the Saints play their A game and Washington plays their A game, they cover. But I mean, the Saints are very inconsistent.
2: Very, very inconsistent. Consistently inconsistent. Yes. I'm actually really glad that you brought this game up. Last week, I made one of the worst mistakes of my life. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Seems like
0: you did pretty well.
2: I, I had a prediction that Chase Young would get his first sack of the season. Now, Washington did come back and win, which is one of my locks of the week. But, Chase Young fooled me once, shame on you, fooled me twice. Shame on me! I think is the old adage. Saints are going to fucking roll. Zero sacks out of Chase Young again, just so I can keep talking about how overrated he is. Ma- imagine that team if Justin Herbert was there. There's really no talk, but um, I think both teams are going to score, and by I think they will. Washington's just been atrocious outside of just Chase Young. I think 44, 45. I think's our over/under. It's 44. Uh, Apparently, yeah. uh, you have to you have to love the over um i do i I really love it um if you like the over yeah, yeah, I do
0: interesting yeah they, i I'm so conflicted about this team i don't think we know who either of these teams are. These are both teams that were supposed to be really good, and the saints come out like a fucking bowling ball, beat the pay, beat the fucking packers, and what is the saints team i'll tell you what it is it's the team that doesn't trust their quarterback, and it's so obvious. They have Jameis Winston. He's a fucking uh, hot rod, and they have him on training wheels. You know what I'm saying? You could see these training wheels just shooting off sparks on the side of the road, like trying to go 120 miles an hour. Let Jameis be Jameis. Fuck this stupid game plan that you have, Sean, McV- or, uh, Sean Payton. You-
2: you're dumb. Yeah, we can't, we can't mix those two up. You're dumb, dude. Yeah. I, I, Listen, I, hate, I hate seeing Taysom Hill out on the field. It's so stupid. Quit fucking around with Taysom Hill.
0: You're you you only have one option at quarterback. It's not Taysom Hill. It's Jameis Winston. You got to let Jameis be Jameis. Let him let him cook because it's going to be ugly, but it's also going to be brilliant at times. They have kept him on training wheels, and you could just see it in Jameis's eyes when he goes out there. Like he's just not he's not playing like himself. Um, and I thought going into this year, you know, I was really bullish on Jameis. I'm about to drop him in fantasy. I don't know what's going on with the, with this offense. And uh, I'm starting to doubt what what they have planned for Jameis because they don't trust him at all. Yeah. And Jameis clearly doesn't trust himself because they don't trust him.
1: And he, he's not even getting the goal line snaps. Like not, they're bringing, they're, they're going gadgety around the goal line.
0: Nothing. They don't trust him it's, for it's so any weird. play. They don't trust him for any fucking play. All the things that he's good at, they're not letting him do. All the things that he's not good at, they're trying to take away. It's it's bizarre, man. I, I, I it's, thought, re-
1: it's reinforcing my hot take that uh, without Drew Brees, Sean Payton's not very good.
0: I thought Sean Payton was a good coach, and I'm starting to doubt myself because uh, he is really mismanaging this James <clears> Winston <throat> situation, and... Uh, <laughs> The fact that Jameis Winston has not had one 200 yard game this year, I can't tell if it's if if it's more because of how horrible the Saints wide receivers are or what, but it's it's fucking embarrassing. They they need to let him be who he is. Let him be who he is. he's your quarterback. You got nobody else. Let him ride. Let him cook. Yeah, and I think even, I, even even if it's gonna be with some
2: mistakes, he's gonna fucking produce some brilliance for you. That, that's where he's always at his best. Just letting him fucking rip. Uh Saints defense needs to play four quarters though. Um outside of that Green Bay True. game, they've been non existent. Beatable. Yeah. And yeah. and Danny Danny Dimes, two big drives in the last five minutes.
0: Yeah, the Giants. Giants are interesting. They are uh what the Marcus's, fuck is that team.
1: Marcus's intro to the whole Chase Young thing made me think of that old uh that George Bush press conference. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me. We don't get fooled again. <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs>
0: I think uh, he actually got a sack taken away from him from with a penalty.
2: Yeah, well, well that. But, yeah, he was, he was on close to half a sack they were trying to give him when he dove in on the quarterback that Thursday night game. Glad they didn't
1: give it to him. That's a, the that's a second one he's lost from a penalty.
0: So I, I do got to talk,
2: talk a lot about the
0: Saints. I got to talk about Taylor Heineke, Heineke, whatever the fuck his name is for a second. He it's, plays like a crazy person. Taylor Budlight. He plays like a fucking insane person. This is the type of guy I want to watch play football. He is a crazy person. He throws these passes. You're like, "What are you doing?" And then he completes them. He's fucking insane. I love this guy. I love this guy. He's the perfect guy that you want for a broken team. And the Washington is broken. Their defense sucks. They're like 28th in the league. This supposed to be this was a top five defense last year. They're 28th in the league. Well, you,
2: you know They're what? Horrible. Taylor Heineke kind of reminds me of, uh, maybe not like similar um, attributes, but just like the gunslinger, just fucking let it ride. He's kind of like a hybrid between uh, Duck and uh, Gardner Minshew, just like, hey, no one expected me to be here, so fuck, it. I'm just gonna let it, let the ball roll, see what happens, leave it out on the field. Like and, the mindset of, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, and I, I love it. Like, uh, cool, you got nothing to lose.
1: I think it's really interesting, too, if you like look at the bigger picture and think about like the NFL and its evaluation process and how it evaluates talent and just the fact that some people in the right situation and in the, in the right set of circumstances can be successful. This guy was a backup in the XFL two years Insane. ago. And now he's starting and being productive and winning football games in the NFL.
0: Yep. You need a minor league. You need a yep. minor league NFL. Guys like Heineke are sitting out there. And, yeah. Uh, another game of the week, we, we got to talk about it. Chargers-Browns. Uh, the Chargers are two-point favorites in this game, and I think it's too little. Uh, I love the Chargers more than ever nowadays. Uh, we, I think we all love the Chargers, but what do you guys think about this game? Uh, the Browns, they really did. They, they decimated the Vikings last week, but what do you think?
1: I think uh, Justin Herbert continues to go out there and make me look smart. I think he's going to continue to be uh, you know productive quarterback in this league, like I always thought he would be. Yep. Um, but for real, I just the Browns are so fucking inconsistent, and the Chargers have been kind of a model of consistency. And and when especially when healthy, I mean, we look at kind of a weekend Chiefs team. I think I think the AFC really comes down to the Bills and the, the Chargers.
2: Well, clearly the um, they're my AFC favorite, so I'm going to keep reminding every single person that I picked them not only to win the West but to. Uh, Represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. You did, and um, I'm not going to change my tune when, like, there are a couple blown plays in the red zone from being undefeated right now. Um, no, they're a zero line kick away from being undefeated. Well, yeah, fifty six yarder, but they also had a couple of, uh, screw ups down in the red zone, including a red zone pick by Herbert. Right. Um, you know, a couple. You know, a couple things, but that's how close they are to being undefeated, and not an easy schedule. Uh, Raiders only lost Kansas City, Dallas. Um, some really good teams there. Um, so, Washington uh, was the first game, but man, I, I love every single every single thing about the Chargers. Um, it's going to be close. Uh, you know, it'll be a fun game. I'll, I'll probably lean over. Or, sorry, under in this game. Uh, Cleveland's defense has been good recently, but don't forget they also, you know, got got a little mud stomping from the Chiefs early on. So yeah, but who doesn't get mud stomped by the Chiefs? This Cleveland's
0: defense is fantastic. It might be. It might be. Um, I'll just say it. It might be the best defense in the league, straight up. A- after watching a full game of them last week, watching the Vikings. That front seven is insanity. They are going to rip through your offensive line and create some havoc. So it's at least interesting to me uh, from so many perspectives. But here's, here's the difference for me. When I look at these two teams, the Chargers defense is so fucking good too. So and, good. And so I think that the Chargers defense can keep up with the Browns. And ultimately, I think the Chargers can keep up with the Browns because they're way better offensively. I think you are going to cover, and they're going to cover big.
2: Yeah, well, so um, just to keep it, uh, obviously I'm huge, on the Chargers have been doing very well with them outside of the Dallas. Um, if I could double-check this one real quick, against uh, over-unders, we're pretty sure they are 0-4, and, um, and that would be four straight unders, and I'm glad I was really kind of feeling the under. Under-under, um, it doesn't really matter what it is. They're going They're just a team that will find a way to win. Uh, doesn't matter if it's a shootout or if it's a defensive stand. They're good enough on both sides of the ball to compete on on both of those ends. Uh, lean under, hammer the Chargers. They're they're right up there with the uh, the Packers, um, Bills, with me for me.
0: And they're just getting better and better and better and better. And last week we saw the Chargers what they can do without Mike Williams doing like anything. Thank God for my fantasy team. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're gonna transition to our next segment, which is. Uh, Sports memory bets I fucking love this week. So bets you fucking love this week. We've been to- we've been toying around games and you know things that you like, but what are some locks that you see this week? Like, what is something that you think my lock last week was the uh, Rams Cardinals game on the over? Um, what, what what do you guys think? Do you want just one? I, I want, I want, I want something that you absolutely love. Well, my my
2: favorite thing here the sports
0: memory bets I fucking love this week.
2: The, Let's hear it. The bets I fucking love this week are gonna kind of emulate what you did two weeks ago. Nice fourteen banger, and we are gonna run with the Chargers. We're gonna run with the Packers. Wait, so specifically, Chargers to cover the points. Char- Chargers are gonna cover one and a half. Um, that's number two for me. Green Bay, I'm gonna buy them the minus two and a half just because I don't like to push. That's bet number one um, for me. No ifs, ands, or buts. I try not to go too big on Rams or sorry on Thursday night games, or else I would hammer the Rams in there. But so we'll just keep it to Sunday splits. Big number, big number three gonna, is going to be Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh rides in there, and you you have to love Dallas, man. Dallas is four zero against the spread this year. Uh, Seven-point favorites against the Giants. They're right at that middle tier, but let's we'll just keep it simple. Chargers and Packers, hammer it fucking home, baby.
0: Oh, yeah. Derek?
1: What? Yeah, I'm not.
0: I'm, uh, I fucking love this week. Let's hear it.
1: I'm gonna stick with my bills plus two and a half. Um, Cowboys minus seven. Absolutely love that one. Just like like you had. Yep. Uh, staying away from the Ravens. Panthers minus three and a half against the Eagles. I think the Eagles are really flawed, and Panthers are kind of this dark horse. I think morale, even though Gilmore's not going to play, I think morale's high that they're getting better, uh, that they're you know going out and, and spending capital to get better and improve. Six rounders, fucking nothing. And then Buccaneers coming off their their loss last week. Or their narrow win last week. I think Tom Brady's pissed off. Uh, Bucks minus 10. I I like that all day. Dolphins are really bad.
0: Yes. Holy shit, they are. All right. So, the sports memory. fucking love this week. So, I only got two free guys this week. I had a a four last week and I only hit on two of them, but I did on my lock last week. I did hit and my lock again this week. I'm rolling with the Cardinals. I bet high on the 49ers Cardinals. On the over. Uh, Currently it's at 50 points. Um, I think it's going to continue to trend up. So, uh, although I think that people don't really believe in the 49ers and there's some questions surrounding, you know, actually it's at 49 and a half right now, which I love even more. Slam that over. The Cardinals are going to score at least 31 points in this game. Uh, Mike Shanahan is, is a good enough coach that he is going to He's going to score at least 14 points. <laughs> at least. And I think the Cardinals are just absolutely going to roll a bet high on on them covering this this uh this over 100%. And then the other game that I absolutely love, I'm betting on the Steelers this week. I bet on them last week and I got I got burned, but I think I'm in a better place this week. I think that the Uh, lines are adjusting better. I think the Broncos, or I think the Steelers are going to cover this spread against the Broncos. I love it. However, this, I do have to say if Teddy plays, I am very much out on that, but it's one point it's in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record in his entire career. You have to imagine that eventually they're going to get this thing together Ben, Rock, ben Roethlisberger is terrible, but you know it's not terrible? This defense. And I think that they're going to play hard, especially if it's Drew Locke. And they might score the majority of their points on defense, but I love the Steelers this week. They're going to cover 100% this week, guaranteed. I like those odds. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Well, we're going we're gonna to transition uh, to my boy Dan Campbell. Who I've I, I love Dan Campbell. I don't know about you guys, uh, but Dan Campbell, we talked about him last week. Last week it was what drug would you like to do with Dan Campbell? Which we didn't even really answer. The week the week prior was how would Dan Campbell respond to you if you like broke up with your girlfriend? <laughs> we thought we thought he'd be like weirdly supportive. This week The hypothetical for Dan Campbell, because he's one of the most fascinating human beings in the NFL. I don't know how much longer this guy's going to be in the NFL because he's so fucking weird. But as long as he's in the NFL, we're going to talk about him. Dan Campbell, the hypothetical of the week is... What would Dan Campbell do if he found out that Jared Goff texted his teammates and said that he wanted to pipe... Dan Campbell's girlfriend. And if you don't know the background behind the situation, this is apparently why Jared Goff is no longer in a Rams uniform. He texted his teammates and he said, I'd like to pipe Sean McVay's girlfriend. So what? What would? Da- how would Dan Campbell respond today if he heard that Jared Goff said that Jared Goff wanted to pipe his girlfriend?
2: There's really only one thing that kind of comes to my mind and kind of as you posed the question, I got the visual and i kinda- kind of got pumped up about it uh you ever seen gridiron gang any either of you so uh it's a it's a good movie so it's uh the rock is the football coach for um um at risk youths uh teens like they're they're all in gangs all that uh, no, it's like check it out. So uh, it
1: sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit. They're so, all in gangs
2: You know, <laughs> you know like gang trouble, arrests, all that. So, you know. Pete,
1: da- Pete Davidson standing on so, the side of the building. So, <laughs> so, they, so they
2: start this. Uh, um, so he starts the football program, and he's the head coach. And one one of the uh, the teens is a badass. You know, they're going back at it. So uh, the Rock, as the head coach, goes to the locker room. Uh, comes out in full gear to go head up with him, like battle him, and it's like in the trenches. That's what Dan Campbell would do to Jared Goff. He's like, puts the pads on. He's like, let's go, bitch. Let's go. Yeah. I wanna fucking So he, he says,
0: throw the pads on. <laughs> We're gonna go head to head in an Oklahoma drill.
2: Exactly. That's he just faces so he does he doesn't deal them or anything like that. Nope. No, nope, right. he just puts it on. So here's the uh Here's the picture of uh, the coach coming out, dressing up for it. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, Derek, you can't see that. but uh...
0: there, there was some college coach this week that uh, hit his player, and he said that I, – I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't have enough information on this. But Derek, what, what, what do you think about this scenario? How does it play out?
1: So I, I keep getting stuck in like this, like I don't know if it's because I'm watching a lot of like you know Marvel what if stuff and these this kind of multiverse of, of, of possibilities. I see like three distinct different ways he's handling it. I don't really know him that well, obviously. <laughs> uh, the the first one is like he's kind of a team first guy, camaraderie guy. Yes. I think he'd almost support it. Oh, I could man. almost see him being like, you know what, for the team, I'll take it for the team. And just, like, supporting him. Uh, The other one, he also kind of reminds me of somebody like from, like, a Blue Mountain State character. I could see him make him do, like, that that butt-clenched Oreo run and then, like, eat the Oreo at the end. Or, worst-case scenario, he just trades in the Jacksonville.
2: So, (laughs) Derek, and uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm so excited, like, how excited you just got for that, like, fired up, ready to go. Do you think it would be kind of the opposite of uh, how Drew was kind of uh, mocking him a few weeks ago, like, uh, kind of the guy that talks shit to you all the time, but he'll he'll console you properly. No, that's, like, I, that's not mo- me mocking him. Well, well, that, that's actually me like. Well, th- saying thought, Dan well, Campbell's awesome. Well, I mean, just like thoughts, not not mocking him, but like you know, public. Like, oh like, yeah, but, like, I could
1: I could see him being like. But do you think you know what, Jared? ass. she's a beautiful this woman. <laughs> this, this this is really awkward, but like, I get it, I understand it, and. If you think it'll help us win football games.
2: <laughs> yes. But could it could it be opposite that like of that situation? Like out in the locker room, it was like, you know, fuck you, blah, 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 But it, or sorry right, he's correcting, he's like, Yeah, we know whatever for the team, but behind the closed doors, he's like, Nah, bitch, that's mine. That's that's my kitty. No, see, I I I have to agree with Derek and I knew somebody was
0: gonna take this I knew someone was gonna take this stance. And I want to support this stance with an actual Dan Campbell quote. (laughs) This is a quote from Dan Campbell when he first came into the Lions locker room. And this is a quote about general manager Brad Holmes, who Dan Campbell regards as a true alpha. Well, here's what I'd say. Here's what I would say about a true alpha. A true alpha knows when it's time to conceive for the betterment of the team. And so I would tell you, one way or another, there's already been a couple of things where it's like, well, maybe we don't. You see, it's a little more this way. I see it a little, we haven't had one problem, and we're not going to have a problem. Dan Campbell on the dynamic between he and GM Brad Holmes. So basically, what Dan Campbell is saying is that he identified another true alpha in the organization of the Lions in Brad Brad Holmes, and as a as a team alpha. So he, I love I love so many aspects about the team. Quote. A team first alpha. A team first alpha. He, so so he's both calling Brad Holmes and alpha, his boss, the guy who could potentially fire him someday, but he's also calling himself an alpha, and he says. It's basically like, you know, like sometimes lions in a pack, you know, you see another alpha and you're like, we got to go kill this fucking antelope together. And so sometimes you got to concede it. I think if Dan, if Dan Campbell heard that Jared Goff wanted to, wanted to pipe his girlfriend, maybe he gets a little aggro about it for a little bit. But I think ultimately Dan Campbell comes to terms with the whole thing and he's like, you know what? Jared Goff, she is a beautiful fucking woman. And I can't fault you for wanting to pipe my girlfriend. And you know what? I'd like to invite you over for Friday night for some drinks. And maybe we see how it goes. And maybe maybe we both end up. So him conceding to other alphas, Jared Goff's probably the best guy on this team. <laughs> outside, of, outside of DeAndre Swift, like I could see him trying to make it work. Like, wait, Jared Goff wants to pipe my girlfriend? Okay, okay. I'm trying to win some games. So, all right, well, maybe we'll just get them together
2: for drinks, see how the chemistry goes. <laughs> so, That's how I think. So, basically, what you're telling me is you've got uh, some mics over in uh, Detroit kind of implementing something for New England. So, he's like, hey, Jared, you can pipe Holly if you get me this first dub against Minnesota. Exactly. <laughs> I think Dan Campbell, he's, he's so, wanted, he says he's willing to
0: bite kneecaps off to, to win – I think he's willing to let his his star
2: quarterback. He, yes, he's willing to hydrate his star quarterback while he pipes his exactly. wife.
0: <laughs> Jared, if this is gonna if this is gonna help you play better this week, I just want you <laughs> to sow your wild oats. <laughs> I I I think Dan Campbell's fascinating. Yeah. Yes, I think he's accepting of it.
2: <laughs> that is amazing.
0: You have seen Sean McVay's facial hair? He's. I. I can
2: see him being like, oh, gotta get this guy out of fucking town. <laughs> well, you, well, you know, speaking of facial hair and way off topic, is this kind of like the end of the Bill Belichick? Because that was the first beard hair I've seen from him in the last twenty years. A couple, a couple little stray grays. I, I can't ever remember him not being fully clean shaven for football games. Well,
0: maybe he. I mean, he went into the Bucks locker room after that Patriots game last week for what I heard is like twenty four minutes and. Things probably got a little steamy because a couple days later they dropped Stephen Gilmore, and all of a sudden the Bucks were
2: number one to sign Gilmore. So what happened to that locker room? I'm not sure, but maybe the Bucks will be signing a uh, assistant head coach when Bill Belichick steps down as the head coach in New England. Oh, man,
0: man. All right, Welp. Any other games you guys want to talk about this week?
1: Vikings- so what do we what do we think of Jacksonville this week? Do we think they're going to play well, come back, or do you think that, that he's just lost the team completely? Have we not even talked about the Urban Meyer situation? <laughs> not at all. Oh my
2: god, it's, it's been enough. Um, well- so the,
1: the the team the team today at practice uh, there was a video of them. They broke down their huddle at the end of practice. I don't know if it was a position group or the team Fingering with a, a with a one two three <laughs> grind. Nice,
2: nice. <laughs> Um, did they really say that?
1: Yeah, one, two, three, grind. Oh
2: my god! <laughs> I, th- wow, th- this is a
1: this game is
2: gonna be so weird to watch. Um, not not just like for the game itself, but just for the stories. Obviously, how they're gonna react and play for Urban, and how the fucking Titans are gonna react to losing to the Jets. Can you guys fucking imagine? Just for like one moment in the world the Titans, or any team in the world, losing back-to-back weeks to the Jets and Jaguars. Imagine that. Could you imagine? I can't. I, my mind's a little blown thinking of that. I can kind of imagine it, honestly. Um,
0: but I can't. This Jaguars team is a fucking shit show, man.
2: Dude, Urban Meyer is, wow. I, I, I can already visualize his celebration if they can pull this off against the Titans. It's one hand up. <laughs> have you ever had a thought about something and then your thought
0: manifested itself into such an insane exaggeration of what you ever thought the worst case scenario could be? This is that. This is the worst case scenario. Like like when the Jags hired Urban Meyer, I was the first person that said, what the fuck is this? This is the dumbest thing the Jaguars have ever done and that's saying a lot. And man, it has blown up into... The worst possible situation, like, this guy is, needs to fucking go. They need to get this guy out of town. This, see this letter Khan produced about the situation? Yeah, that's embarrassing. That is not good. He's like, he is straight up, like, this guy hasn't even been a coach for fucking half a season. And he's spanking him like a child. This is so, it's beyond embarrassing. This is like a full grown man. It's like, not like a young coach. Like picture Sean McVay, you know, taking over the Rams at twenty seven, and he's going and like finger banging some chicks at like Hooters. Like you'd be like, okay, like Sean, he's young, you know, he's dumb. Urban Meyer's, like a, he's like fifty eight. You know what I'm saying? Like he's fucking. And it's old. at a, it's
1: at his own bar. Oh. His name's on the fucking building. Is it really? I yeah. didn't even know that. Yeah. That was horrible. at Urban's Tap House. Yeah. Urban wow. Meyer's Tap
0: House. That's embarrassing. He's, this this whole situation is embarrassing and. Uh, Tim Tebow needs to come in there with this
2: cross and just kind of like, yeah. And uh, truthfully, what sucks for them and like it couldn't have come at a worse time because the last two weeks they've actually played good football. Yeah. So, so now, so now it's just an unnecessary distraction when you're actually building on something. So going going into the uh, the alleged fingering there, um, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 hopes hopes were high. Lawrence looks like he's... The legend he's, fingering. Uh, Lawrence is looking a little bit better, kind of getting comfortable, but, like, they're clicking and they're fighting. They're battling. Uh,
1: he He's starting to make some throws, and you're like, okay, like this is why he was the number one overall pick. Yeah, Trevor
2: Lawrence looked awesome yeah, against Bengals. Yeah, the, the team as good. a whole, though. He was good. And, and even the week against the Cardinals the week before. Uh, like yep. the, Things were starting to at least go in the right direction. <laughs> we all knew that they were going to have, like, long-term struggles this year and building and all that, but... Now, and then your head now, coach of all people yeah, now, is the distraction. Like, like at
0: the worst time, he looks solid. Honestly, Trevor Lawrence is coming into his own, and and this was always a bad hire to develop Trevor Lawrence. I don't really know what they were
2: thinking at all with this.
0: It's confusing to me
2: in so many ways. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's looking at their schedule, this is the their best three week stretch to like reel off some wins. So they've got Tennessee, Miami, Seattle. Then you run Buffalo, Indy, San Fran. You are not winning three in a row there the rams like sliding in maybe maybe later on with the titans, texans, jets but man it's, it's the ter- terrible timing obviously it's always terrible timing for that that type of uh shitty situation that uh you can probably I wonder if was obj out there with them uh, obj must be a little jealous right now but uh, yeah just bad bad timing overall but
1: but Jure, I think you're right like the the tone of it was like very much you got caught in middle school doing something wrong and your teacher wrote a na- note to your parent to, to your parent wrote a note to the teacher saying, Hey, we took care of it. It's embarrassing. Like, that's that that, that that was like the tone of it. Like this is an adult. Like this is a like you said, like a like a six year old man. Like it's crazy.
0: It's really embarrassing. Like it's one of the most embarrassing things that I've ever this this isn't just a guy, it's a college deity, one of the greatest college coaches of all time, straight up. Yeah. No matter what you think of Urban Meyer, his success in the college football realm, I mean, it's it's insane. Two national championship or three national championships with two different teams uh, this guy was an absolute success story at the college level uh, and this is really the worst case scenario that you can predict you know if if you go over to the NFL side and you're dealing with this where it's full transparency you don't have any any coverage from your team this is what happens folks this 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 is, this is Lane Kiffin if you tried to become a fucking NFL head coach
2: yeah I mean when you really Without the success at the college level <laughs> He's been fooling the NFL for so long. This is the same guy that got Alex Smith drafted one overall. Come on, man! Right, learn from that mistake. Yep. Shaka Khan. Yep. But and fuck Alex Smith again. Ah, <laughs> I, I, I haven't got. I haven't gotten a touch on it recently, and you know why? It's because he was um, he was co-hosting one of the morning shows on opening week. I, I haven't seen him since, and and likely so. The guy's just terrible at life. <laughs> the, the, the only thing that he's done right was his wife. Woo! All right,
1: Jesus Christ!
0: Oh, shut this down, folks. <laughs> Another surly cast which is the way I like our uh, our NFL
2: previews. Uh, any closing thoughts? Thank God, Tyree Kill is shorter than five six because that couple inches that he came short of that goal line made my whole year, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Derek, any closing thoughts?
1: No, I think we, we hit it all. I just wanted to shit on Urban Meyer a little bit. Uh, I didn't realize he was, he was drafted and played two years of minor league baseball. He played shortstop for the Braves organization. Urban Meyer? Fuck? Yeah. Wow. Mm. Nice playing in the dirt and getting in trouble.
0: <laughs> Shout out to the Ravens this week. Uh, I will say one of the more interesting lines we didn't really cover. They're favored by six and a half against the Colts. And, you know, a lot of people shit on the Ravens. The Ravens are a competitive fucking team, and they're going to be competitive as long as Lamar Jackson is doing what he's doing. So I don't know if they're going to cover that. I don't actually have any stance in terms of betting, but shout out to the Ravens, man. They've been doing exactly what I predicted they would do, which is be competitive as fuck because they have a great head coach in John Harbaugh and a great quarterback who constantly gets shit on for no reason in Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah, I never would have guessed when we did the preview. I I think I had uh, Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. I never guessed that the Steelers being last was going to fuck that up for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Have a good night.